Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you on this Tuesday, January 25th, year of science, 2022. Science! Oh, hell, science. It is right to give science thanks and praise. It's right for you to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. We have a hell of a show in store for you. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, Stanley's dad, stealer of stickers. It's... Odie Goff, Odie Goff. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. What was Tracy's reaction when she heard the sticker story on the show? Uh, she, I think it, she wants to. She was wants she, to tell her side of the suitably story. cowtowed. She and was, did, was she had her tail between her legs, realizing how she had wronged you? No, she was. Uh, she just let it be known that she knows what I said, oh. and that that is my Ooh. version of the story. Ooh, that's ominous. I just want you to know, I know what you said. Yeah. <laughs> like I was keeping it a secret from I, I know I'm saying it on here. It's being recorded. And I know she listens to the show. So you're not trying to be slick. I'm not trying to be slick. Oh, I didn't anyway. go home and tell her I told everybody about it, but no. I knew she would hear about it. Let it be a fun surprise. Yeah, exactly. And it was. It Good was absolutely you. a fun you surprise. You romantic bastard, always surprising your wife with <laughs> little trinkets. Air our dirty laundry. Little audio trinkets. Uh, well, we're going to have to talk to Tracy at some point. The people are demanding it. Sure. It's not me. It's not my no. choice. Well, she needs to have her side of the story told. Absolutely. She, she will does. Say, oh, right I am. Uh, welcome to the show, kids. Thanks for being here. And thanks also to our brand new sponsor, Dickie LaRue, and the <laughs> fine family of Dickie LaRue products. Not only have we been featuring their nut loaf, but uh, Dickie has a new product. Really? The Ralph Report, brought to you by listeners like you and Dickie LaRue's Cream Ale. It's beer. It's got a big head. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be good if it's got a big head. Well, of course it does. Right? That's the part you feel. <laughs> um, yeah, and by the way, the folks who straightened my ass out with cream ale, yeah, I apologize. It's been a long time since I had one. Oh. But it, it cream in the cream ale yeah. is a marketing word. It's not creamy? It's not really creamy at all. It's creamy in the sense that it's like smooth and and fine and it goes down right. easy but there's it's nothing really creamy about it big heads it does have still a big head though yes <laughs> <laughs> big mushroom head <laughs> on your beer so uh yeah it's been a while since i had a jenny cream ale which is what we used to drink ah. back in the day genesee was the name of the brand um but yeah it's basically an ale that has been lightened in the sense that it's a, it's easier to drink, so it's it's closer to a lager okay. beer than it is an ale, which is a more uh, hearty uh, I don't beer. know anything you're talking about. I know, about. you have no it's idea. All over my head. But to my beer drinking pals out there, I wanted to... They're like, oh, okay, oh, I wanted, yeah, it's I more hearty. To, I wanted to correct It's more of a hearty myself. flavor. It's, well, there is a difference, It's not as Eddie. hoppy. There's a difference between an ale and a yeah, lager. It tastes like beer. It all tastes no, like it beer. doesn't. It's no, it's like wine. It all tastes like wine. Like a pilsner or a lager is lighter in color. It's lighter in uh, uh, content. Right. Well, I can it's... tell the difference between a Bud Light and a Guinness. I can see visually the difference. Yeah, between well, those so two. between those two, which right. are the far ends of the spectrum, right. there are many different kinds of beers and grades of beer in between those right. two. It's too much. So the Guinness would be what they call a stout. Okay, because it's thick and creamy. Yes, goes and down then, thick. And then you got a. Then you have your ales, and then towards the lighter side, you What's have a your, What's your a hef? pilsners and your... Uh, Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen is a, a German beer. It's closer to an ale. It's got okay. more uh, body and uh, All right. guts to it. I don't know. I'm a, I, like the, I like beers on the lighter end of the spectrum. Okay. I like lagers and pilsners Heineken? and things like that. A Heineken? Is that a light beer? 
Uh, Heineken. Corona, that's a light one, right? Corona is a lager. Heineken, I also believe, is a lager. Most most popular beers are, are okay. lagers. Thanks for the education. You're very welcome. Never going to use any. I just a lot of people reaching out saying, you didn't really do a good job <laughs> of describing what a cream ale is. I thought so. you did fine. And then I, I forgot about what we talked about. Didn't want to upset our new sponsor, Dickie <laughs> LaRue, because apparently they're trying to push their cream ale on everybody. So <laughs> thanks to the good folks at the Dickie LaRue fine family of products. We have a hell of a show for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, Tuesdays are always fun because, first of all, we get to twist our tongues on twunk. See, I can't wow. take tongue twister Tuesday. Describe it. Yes. So uh, we'll be hitting that up in a little bit. Also, we're going to take a look at a famous TV theme song and the show it came from on TV Tunes Tuesday. I dare say today's TV Tunes Tuesday mm-hmm. is the program, to the best of my knowledge, with the most number of different theme songs Whoa. in its run. Really? Yes. Huh multiple theme songs okay. and multiple versions of the theme songs. Is there one specific that stood out as the theme song? It depends on when you watch the show, oh. I guess. Oh. So we'll we'll break all that down for you. Entertainment news, phone calls, all kinds of good stuff. You're going to say, yeah, that was a satisfying Tuesday show. That was like a nice cream ale Ugh. sitting in my belly. So you're going to enjoy that. But because we are all about science here on The Ralph Report, I thought it'd be important to touch base on this fascinating science story that I saw in the news. So let's take a look at it. Science rules. Science! Are you ready to have Elon Musk implant a chip into your head? Yes, please. (laughs) Boy, I'm all for it. You really jumped at that opportunity. That's where the future is, man. It sure is. Cyborg me up. Here's the thing. And I always thought this was silly when people were saying, Oh, they got microchips in the vaccine and they put it in your arm. Stop it. First of all, they wouldn't have to sneak him into you because there's so many people like the rear admiral himself Mm -hmm. who are just chomping at the bit, champing at the bit, champing, champing Champing at the bit to uh, get a chip. Absolutely. We carry our phones around anyway. You already got a tracker on you. Let's talk about Elon Musk and his new company, Neuralink. Mm. He has a company called Neuralink. And the purpose of this company is to place a microchip into your brain. Okay. And then give the give you the ability via that chip to operate electric electric electricons. <laughs> this is a form of transformer. You can be the leader of the electricons. <laughs> this is gonna be a gas leak show, kids. I'm warning <laughs> you now. Because like, once again, electricons I- roll out. <laughs> Bad night of sleep last night. I'm a little bit punchy, so I'm going to do the best I can. Electrical. Electrical. And mechanical devices operated solely with the power of your brain. Fucking sign me up. I thought you might I would go have for to turn that. my TV off by blinking at it? Yes. Hell yeah. You wouldn't even have to blink. Just think about Just it. Just have to think TV oh, yeah. off, and it would, it would be off. Here's what they're doing. They're uh, now hiring a clinical trial director, which is letting people in the science field know that they're ready for the next step. So far, they have implanted these chips in the brains of monkeys and pigs. Oh, no, don't give them that power. (laughs) Imagine if the monkeys could start changing our channels with their brains. All you'd get is fucking Planet of the Apes and Discovery Channel. Commercials about bananas. That's right. Um, these tests have really shown that these chips are as magical as they have been hyped. Oh, I can't wait. Neuralink has a video out. There's mm-hmm. a, uh, a video of a macaque. Macaque? Yes, a macaque. What's a macaque? What the fuck is oh, that? About eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> no, a macaque. <laughs> macaque is... <laughs> Here, hold my macaque. Hey, take a look at macaque. You want to touch macaque? A macaque is a kind of monkey, Eddie. (laughs) I want a macaque. I bet you do. I want macaque. Oh, I didn't know that's the name of a monkey. That's my favorite monkey. You've never heard of a macaque? I've done. (laughs) You never heard of macaque? I've never heard of macaque. Never seen macaque? I've seen macaque. Never heard macaque. Um, yes, Fuck. They, they've got a macaque, a macaque in this video. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, my 
my God. Like, how do scientists talk about it <laughs> in the lab without laughing? Oh. Did you stick it in macaque? God. <laughs> how did the, the macaque react? <laughs> I can control things with macaque. <laughs> Oh, we're children. I'm never going to get through this show. Watch Macaque turn that off. <laughs> I could change the channels with Macaque. <laughs> the Macaque has one of these chips implanted into his brain. Okay. okay. And the primate will oh, refer to him please. moving forward. We want to get through this. Uh, it appears as if he's using a joystick to play a video <laughs> game that, that tests hand-eye coordination. The macaque joystick, however, is not connected to the video game. It's simply there to make the primate um, think those thoughts. Right. By using his hand, he is using his brain. Okay. You know, it's, it's, the, I, the intention is happening in the brain. The but controller's not hooked up to anything. Exactly. Yes. Got it. It's just a prop to fool the monkey into oh. thinking the thoughts they want him to think oh. in terms of this video game. Right. Okay. And it is, um, and it's fully operating the video game simply by using this him chip that's that. in his yes. brain. Yes. Got it. So the goal Elon Musk claims <laughs> for these chips. Mm -hmm is to do the same thing for humans who have lost functions in their hands or their legs. Oh, paraplegia, quadriplegia. Exactly. Yeah, wow. So they would be able to operate phones and computers. So it's not for lazy people. It's not for you who just want to <laughs> blink and turn off your television. It's for the physically impaired to use oh. their mind to accomplish tasks okay. that would be difficult for them otherwise. But it will be available to us, not I just the physically impaired. Whoever wants to pay for it, I guess, would get one. <laughs> Um, not only with a thought would you be able to control these devices, but at lightning quick speed as well. So imagine just being able to think about something and as quickly as you could think it, it would happen. That's fascinating. Now, they're also talking about being able to download memories from your brain into robots and stuff. Ooh, this is transference of consciousness. Right? This is going to be amazing. I can finally get inside that bear. I can, I can, I can beam my my thoughts into the bear's brain. You get my cack, or I can get my cack. <laughs> Start get my cack thoughts going. <laughs> I have too many macaque thoughts, quite frankly. Oh, so it uh, looks like they're ready for human trials. They're hiring yeah. a clinical trial director and coordinator. So mm -hmm. at some point soon, mm -hmm. maybe sometime this year. They will be looking for volunteers to get the uh, chip put into well, their heads. I'm, I'm in. Throw my, in. Throw my name in the hat. I'm going to give Elon a, a call do and it. let him know that you're good to I go. I will absolutely do that. Can't you see a potential downside for this, however? Yeah, it's how you want to use it. What but... if you get your brain hacked? <laughs> what, what if they, someone's able to... No one wants in here. <laughs> Nobody wants well, in not here. your brain in specific. You're the big Y, the, okay. the bigger picture, the, the, the royal you're... Right where someone could hack into someone's brain because they've got this chip in there. I mean, there's and drawbacks then Maybe to they it? make you think things or do things that you don't even necessarily want to do. Then we've got a race of human robots. Well, we're doing that anyway with propaganda. And just yeah, the, it's true. the long game version. That's the old school way. I like it. This I like is more it. immediate. I like it. Analog. I don't I, need it to be digital. I don't. I mean, do you stop? I mean, that, that's that's great technology to help out people that are quadriplegic and paraplegic. I agree. That's a great thing. Do you but stop as we that always progress know, As we always know, if there's a way to turn an invention yes. for evil and monetize it in a way that would allow people to have power over others, you know someone yeah. will be. That's what humans do. Dabbling in Of course. That, which makes me nervous, but we'll see. Either way, it's science. Science rules. Science! Can't believe we did six minutes on my cack. I can. <laughs> yeah, of course you show can. On that. See, but see, I feel bad about it. You don't. Oh, no one's going to complain about that. Oh. That's going to be the favorite part of the whole show no, for everybody. I'm, I feel bad because it's so <laughs> childish, and yet I found myself <laughs> laughing as hard as Eddie Pence. See, I think you've already hacked into my brain. I have that effect on people. That's my concern. I lower the, uh, the maturity of the room. Oh, dear God. All right. <laughs> Let's get serious now. Let's get serious by twisting our tongues. For Tongue Twister oh. Tuesday. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. E 
So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be. For Tiddly Tom Twister Tuesday. Today's tongue twister comes in from someone who has to be one of our youngest generals in the Garmy. Hmm. I would say five years old is wow. pretty young. It's pretty young. Hi, Ralph. My five-year-old son, Clay, came up with a tongue twister just now, um, and I was hoping to submit it for Tongue Twister Tuesday. Let's see if we can say it again. Can you say it, Clay? Six, 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 that's tough. Six sick skunks. Okay. Mm. If you want to play along here, I printed you out your own version. I don't know if you could remember three words or not. <laughs> I bet a macaque could. Oh, a macaque could definitely do this. Um, as you know, we do it three times in a row. Speed is of the essence. I haven't tried this ahead of time. This is so tough. Three words is tough. Yeah, and I can tell already the S's and the K's mm -hmm. and the X's. This yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. be a challenge. But we're are we going to let a five-year-old beat us? A five-year-old's going to... Knock us off our pedestals? It's happened before. Shan't happen. We're going to hold our own. All right. All right, Clay, thanks for the suggestion. This is for you, pal. Six, six. <laughs> Not the day for me to be trying this, I'm telling you. <clears throat> All right, get, get real. Mm -hmm. Six, six skunks, six, six skunks, six, six skunks. Okay. Boom. Okay. Boom. Wow. Boom. Good for you. I, yeah. did, I thought it would take a lot longer after yeah, the first one. I thought I would too, but I didn't. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. Six, six skunks, six, six skunks, six, six skunks. No. Just no. Six, six skunks, six, six skunks. <laughs> <laughs> Something to sound like the Cobra Commander. Six, six skunks. Six, six skunks, six, six skunks, six, six skunks. There you all go. Right. There we go. Wow. wow. All right. We held. I thought it was going to be worse. I, I really thought it was did. too, but then my, my tongue clicked in. And it, it jumped into the program, and then it went. See, if you had a chip in your head. Yeah, we just think it. And we I'd just think it. Be able to say it. it. Clay, thanks for that so much. And Mom, thanks for sending that in as well for today's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a twister. Say it. Say it. Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a twister. Okay, kids, we love it when you reach out to us here on The Ralph Report. You can do it any number of ways. If you want to write us an email, that's pretty simple. Ralph at theralphreport.com. Eddie or Steve at that same email address. And speaking of which, if all goes well, we'll be having Steve back on the program really? tomorrow. Well, yes. That's fun. Very exciting. Oh, real quickly, programming note. Four-star generals tonight at 7 p.m. Tonight, we're going to be doing our live uh, Ralph Report um, uh, live stream event so you can watch us record the show. So please, if you're uh, around tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I've sent out the link and you can come join us and watch us record. So you can send us emails if you like, or you can find us on social media, or do what a lot of folks like to do, which is to leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. Just got to dial up the number, one 833 Hi, Ralph! Then I listen to them all. I grab a handful and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. You know how much I love the misheard lyrics. Mm -hmm. Hey, Gabriel. Joho, Eddie. Hope, uh, Steve gets better. My name is Gabriel, three-star general, calling for Miss Her Lyrics. Now, in my defense, I had just come to this country in 1987. I was 10 years old, didn't speak any English, and I got to go. Gabriel just, just dropped the phone. What? Right? What happened? And I'm playing that call not because of the misheard lyric, which he never got to. Right. But I need to know what well, happened to why, Gabriel. Why do you have to go? I don't know. I have to go. That's, hmm. He had to go like, <laughs> wow. Like the mob was after him. That came him. out of nowhere. Like he saw something. I got to go. Or he was running from the law. Mm, I'm worried now. My mind flashed to when I was 12 years old and I had a Playboy in my room and I could hear my mom. <laughs> I got to go. 
opening up the door to my bedroom, how quickly I could stuff that under my pillow. I got to hide my cock. <laughs> it was that kind of energy to it, like, an, yeah. like a life or death kind Ooh, of situation. I got to go. Well, I'm going to ignore the fact that Gabriel called me Gabriel initially when he called in. <laughs> he's, well, because his, his frame of mind, he's all. He's, he's all something's he's going on. He's rattled, man. From the beginning, he's rattled. He said, hello, Gabriel, at the beginning of the call. One more time. I'm going to play it for you. <laughs> you be the judge. This is Gabriel calling in. I think he says, uh, hi, Gabriel. This is Odie Gahuff or something. <laughs> I'm, he's, 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 something's going on with Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Joho Eddie. Hope, Yoho, uh, Eddie. Steve gets better. My name is Gabriel, three-star general, calling for Miss Her Lyrics. Now, in my defense, I had just come to this country in 1987. I was 10 years old, didn't speak any English, and I got to go. Gabriel, I need you to call back. Maybe he was running from something from another country. And they caught up with him? And they finally caught up with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to go. He was a mule. He was a... (laughs) He was, his ass was packed with drugs. Gabriel, I need you to call back and let me know what happened wow. at the end of that call, first, El, first of all. And I also would like to know what your Mr. Lyric is. Please. But that's not nearly as important as making sure that you're okay Whoa. and you can tell us uh, exactly what happened. I gotta go. There because it was chilling. That it was chilling. In so many ways. All right. Uh, people still trying to knock Panama off the top of the mountain when Still? it comes to best driving songs. Yes, believe it or not, people just won't accept the fact that Panama is the best <laughs> driving song ever. It just, it's science, okay? Science rules. As I'm, it's not my fault. It's just that it, scientists have proven it in the lab. Mm. So I thought it was just a matter of time until one of our Garmy members from down south called in with this potential pretender to the throne. Okay. Hey, Ralph. Trey from Raleigh. Going back to great drive-in songs, I, d- I don't think there's a better song that can take you from Atlanta to Texarkana and back again in 28 hours better than Eastbound and Down from the great movie Smoking That Bandit. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Eastbound and Down are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, some help mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch your bandit run. Pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's not a driving super fast song. That's though. what I was thinking Again, as I listened to it. It feels like a cruising song. It would be good only on dirt roads. Yeah. If you're driving on dirt roads, yeah. that would be good to listen that to. It doesn't feel like it just like lay It's not patch. doing anything yeah. for me on the freeway no. when I'm swerving in and out of lanes, <laughs> putting myself and others at risk. No, not it's really. Just, I'm not getting it. So once again, huge fail on the part of the Garmin. <laughs> huge. Huge. Not huge. Massive. A fail, yes. Massive. But not huge. Massive fail. Well. Uh, thanks to, again to our, uh, our brand new sponsor, Dickie LaRue, and the fine family of Dickie LaRue products. <laughs> Rarely has the Garmin been as excited as uh, Dickie LaRue coming on board to sponsor the show. <laughs> so much so that we were talking about maybe getting some Dickie LaRue t-shirts, oh, some Nutloaf t-shirts, yeah. maybe some new cream ale t-shirts. Be for that. Hi, Ralph. I really need a Dickie LaRue's Nutloaf t-shirt. You guys have to make it happen. I will wear it proudly, stretched all the way across my 38 double Ds. I promise. I'll send you a picture. OMB. As if we didn't need more motivation. I, I don't know what more you need than that. Uh, we're gonna, we, we are getting on it, kids. I've talked to Jaden Miller. Oh. He's, he's a little busy right now, but yeah. as soon as he gets an opportunity, 
He's going to whip up a uh, Dickie LaRue logo for us. <laughs> I'm thinking something like retro, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a guy smiling in, in, into the camera, you know? Yeah, he's uh, pulling out of the oven, just right. a big smile. Exactly, just hacking off a nice piece of nut loaf. <laughs> Look good on a ringer tee. It'd be real nice. If you got something in mind, feel free to send it along. You know, Jaden Miller's a very talented artist, yes. but he's not the only cat in oh, yeah, town, so... Yeah. You know, feel free. I'm not closing anybody's door. Don't forget cream ale, too. Yeah, but we can start a whole new line. <laughs> it is the line of Dick LaRue, the fine family of products. <laughs> Speaking of things we eat, yesterday on Munch and Monday, Monday, it is Monday, right? It's Monday, Munch yes. and Monday, we had the uh, faux chicken nuggets from Ugh. KFC. Ugh. Some people are saying, well, you let it, you probably didn't eat it right out of the fryer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, like give it to me at 140 degrees Fahrenheit. If I have to go please. bobbing for nuggets in the deep fryer in order for it to be edible, then that's a that's a product flaw. That's not on me. If it can't sit through an hour podcast and then we eat at the end of it, I I think the shelf life has to be expanded on that product a little bit. Anyway, it's opened up a whole new can of meatless worms. Mm. Afternoon, Ralph, Yoho, Eddie, crew, Steve. Hope you're doing all right, buddy. Hey, I wanted to, uh, this is Jason, by the way, two-star Anaheim. I wanted to add to the Munch and Monday for the not real meat. I met Wienersnitzel here, and they have veggie dogs, backyard veggie dog, barbecue veggie dog, Chicago veggie dog, plant-based, full flavor. Mm. Make it happen, number one. <laughs> Munch and Monday. Eat up, Eddie. Me Meatless hot dogs. Hmm. I don't like. I mean, I get it, it's gonna taste like a hot dog. I'm sure. I thought chicken was gonna taste like chicken. I mean, it tastes like fried chicken just because it was battered and fried. Well, this right? that's what I'm saying. I think a hot dog would be even a harder. I don't know. Maybe bar to to match because you're really unless you're dousing it with mustard and relish or something. It, you, you, yeah, and the, con, the 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 texture of the consistency of the hot dog because you usually have that little casing around the hot yeah, dog that, that snap gives you a little snap. I don't yeah. know how you're gonna fake that with plants i think we got to put it on the list mm. i think we got to get some fake wiener schnitzels yeah. <laughs> get some fake wieners in here and uh, i love this new thing we're doing where people are calling in with recommendations on what to watch mm -hmm. thanks to uh, jeanette who apparently came up with the idea yes. first give it jeanette's hey what you watching give her hey what you watching yeah it's her do it's her do this one again great suggestion i'd heard about this but i didn't even know it was airing hey ralph Two-star general, Colorado, um, shows that you are watching. Uh, I just started watching uh, The Righteous Gemstones, and I hope the fuck you're watching that because that shit is fucking funny. Uh, those, I mean, come on, John Goodman, as soon as I heard that, I was in. But then you got fucking, yeah, it's good shit. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, LMB. Yeah. You know, yeah. I forgot about that. That's about the family of uh, televangelists, right. I think. And it's... Um, Who's Adam the, Devine's in it? Uh, right. Um, um, what's his face? The, come on, curly hair. Yeah, the, the pitcher from uh, yeah, Eastbound and Down. Exactly. What's his face? You know him. What's his name? Foot fist way guy. Foot fist way. I can't think of his name right now. You know the guy. The guy. I can't think of his name. The thing with he is the funny guy. Right. Yes. He's in it. Jason something. It's not Jason. Carl. <laughs> You're just gonna say names. I don't That's know. Not gonna help. Well, us. you keep going saying his name. I don't know his name. It's it's the guy. Brent who is, is it Brent? <laughs> Brent. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we got to look it up because I don't want to deal with the calls and the emails. So we'll be right back. Please hold. Please remain on the line. A representative will assist you shortly. And we're back. It's Danny McBride. I was getting into the D's. No, you weren't. I was on B's. We were getting Brent. Yeah, I was going to Carl. Carl, and then next had to be a D. Um, anyway, I didn't know it was airing, but apparently it's on show. It's on HBO, okay, and HBO Max, I believe. You can watch HBO in demand. Okay, so I've heard great things about it. So I never much. watched any of the other seasons. Have you? It's the first season. Is it the first I season? Believe. I thought it was the second season. <sighs> I think it's the second season. See, this is why we need this segment because I'm, I'm truly behind. Maybe third. No, it's not the. It's third. at least the second. It's at least second season. Are you sure? Yes, I'm pretty sure it's the second season. I'm gonna say it's a. You don't have to stop the show. It's second season. You're sure? Yes, because I keep seeing all the prom promos on the uh, Instagram for we're back. Yeah. So I think it's second season. All right. Well, then I'm really behind. Yeah. I was hoping not to be behind because of You're, this segment. I thought I could get on top no, of things. It's too much. I'm already behind. Too much. 
We caused a little controversy with yesterday's happy hit. I said what what in the butt. 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 You want to do it in my butt? In my butt? You want to do it in my butt? In my butt? You want to do it in my butt? In my butt? Let's do it in the butt. Okay. A lot of people didn't uh, like that. Didn't like Why? that. Why? No. A lot of people loved it. It's though. a fun song. A lot of people loved, loved it. A lot of people hated it. <laughs> the one thing I know for sure is it has, uh, well, first of all, I think it may have won us over a brand new Garmin member. Really? Hey, Ralph. This is Carrie Trebona calling Four Star from Longmont, Colorado. Just had to call and let you know I may have found you a new subscriber today. As I pulled into the parking lot at work, it just so happened that I was listening to what, what, in the butt, <laughs> and the guy parked next to me smoking his cigarette started laughing so hard and was like, what the hell are you listening to? And I told him, and he's like, that sounds like my kind of podcast. See? So hopefully you'll see a new subscriber in the next couple of days. Nice. Thanks so much for all the giggles. I love it. I love you. I love Eddie. Steve, I hope your wanking arm is feeling better. <laughs> LMB. Thank you, Carrie Trabona. Thank you, my Trabona. <laughs> so we might win somebody over with the butt stuff. What, what in the butt? Yes. So with that in mind, now that it's kind of open season for happy hits. Hey, Ralph and Eddie. So, Ralph, I see we are playing obscure happy hits now. Um, if we're going to do what, what in the butt, then can I please, 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 please request the happy hit of Boogie in Your Butt by Eddie Murphy. Ah, love that song. All right, love you, me, bye. Boogie in nobody's butt. That's nasty, man. What you talking about? Putting boogies in people's butt. You out your mind or something? You go to jail for doing something like that. Well, step aside, my friend. I've been doing it for years. I say, sit on down. Open your eyes and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt. Put a, a bubble bee in your butt. Put a clock in your butt. Put a big rock in your butt. I say, put some fleas in your butt. I say, stop to sneeze in your butt. I say, put a tin can The gauntlet has been thrown. <laughs> this week, we're two for two. Happy hits <laughs> about butts. Right. Let's. Can we go all week? I think so. Can we just have five days straight of, of butt music? Happy butt songs. Happy butt songs. If you've got an <laughs> idea for a happy butt song, please send it along <laughs> via the Ralph Report hotline. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but in order for that to happen, you got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. 
All righty, now it's time to take a gander over there at the big calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. Every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. However, not all of them are legitimate. We break them down for you in holidays or holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Happy National Florida Day. Oh, happy National Florida Day. Florida Day. On January 25th, we celebrate the 27th state to join mm. the Union, Florida. Mm. I feel kind of bad for Florida. Why? Because Florida gets a bad rap. Mm, they kind of earn it. But they kind of earn it. It's the running jokes. You it got is. the Florida man thing that yeah, I know you, you got man. some mileage yes. out of. And it just seems that Florida, yeah. especially lately, they've got a they've got some odd political uh yeah. office holders yeah. down there that are controversial a little bit and i feel bad if you're a person living in florida oh i i know people in florida there's good people in florida i i know people in florida as well and i just think it's it's we're painting the entire state with a broad brush All right, but we like to generalize things i know i just feel florida gets it more than almost any other state in the union when and you think about it some of the stories that come out of there just florida in a headline, has become an immediate punchline. So I feel for Floridians. The Sunshine State, I'll have you know, Eddie Pence, yep. is home of the oldest established city in the United States. Did really? you know that? Yes. Okay. St. Augustine, with over 400 years of history. Fountain of Youth around there, right? Somewhere. What happened? Isn't that where the Fountain of Youth is supposed to be? Somewhere around there? What's his face was looking for the Fountain of Youth? Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. Ponce yeah. de Leon was in search of the Fountain of yeah. Youth. To the, if, unless that's a, a myth. But I don't think it's around there. No, I don't. It might be. I don't think it exists. It that's it my whole be. point. That's why all the old people moved down there. Um, founded by Spanish explorers in 1565, St. Augustine. Okay. So if you want some history, Florida's got it. The average temperature in Florida year-round, if you look at all the temperatures, mm -hmm. 80 degrees. Okay. That's hot. That's it's little, too hot for too me. Much. A little too much. So no surprise that air conditioning and refrigeration were both created by a Floridian named John Gorey. <laughs> I'm going to live here. I'm going to get some air conditioning going. <laughs> they also invented sunscreen in the state of Florida. That's good. So good things have come out of Florida. See, they like science sometimes. Not just, not just the Florida. Sometimes. The Florida man. So we salute you, Florida. Happy Florida Day. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Florida, maybe you'd like to go there for a vacation. I've been there for vacations before. Because today is National Plan for Vacation Day. Plan for Vacation Day is always the last Tuesday in January. We got to make the reservations before summer. Yes, it's yeah. a reminder to yeah. plan your vacation at the start of this year for the rest of the year. While, booked up. while it's all snowy and, and bleak, start thinking about summertime and where you'd like to go to get some vacation and uh, recharge those batteries this stat i find hard to believe hmm. says each year americans leave more than 600 million vacation days unused that yeah i can see that i mean i know we have a reputation as americans of working too hard and not taking care of ourselves yeah. in terms of leisure activities but that seems like a lot well my father-in-law was a secret service agent and when he was getting ready to retire he was able to, he had accumulated so many vacation days that he never used because Secret Service agents can't even use them. They're, they're at the right, will. They're on call. Right. So in an event, you have to protect right. someone. You can't really say, oh, no, I'm going to Belize. Right. So he was able to, <laughs> he was, thanks for the callback from yesterday. Weird. So, but he was able to just like coast for like six months and collect a paycheck off, six, off vacation days he never used. Yeah. But what effect did that have on his mental and, and physical awful, health? Awful. You got to take your vacation Brutal. days. That's why we, Eddie Pence, he'll take like an extra week. Uh, I'll give him some time off and he'll say, I won't, I won't, I'm not coming back then. I'll be back a week after you start working right. again. And I don't even like to work more than a week a month, to be honest. <laughs> Eddie Pence really takes care of his mental and physical health. Because if, if you don't take care of yourself, what do you have? Right? Nothing. You, you can have all the money in the world. You can't buy back good health. Exactly. That's why Eddie is the work ethic of a macaque. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so plan your vacation now, kids, is what we're saying. Look, look forward to the future and then give yourself something to look forward to as well. Do it. Circle that calendar and say, yeah, I'm going to take off on this day and then I'm going to go do And don't just make it a long weekend. Make it a week. And go somewhere. Do something. You know, stretch. <laughs> stretch your legs. Expand your worldview. It's your time. Today's yeah. also, oh, so, so we'll do this. Salute. Oh, yeah. 
It's also National Opposite Day, Eddie. Oh, yeah? Oh, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> On National Opposite Day, folks encourage you to say the opposite of what you mean. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. That's good. Instead of saying good morning to someone when you see them, can you see where this is going? Oh, you say good night? You say good night, Wow, what Eddie. an office cut up you are. Oh, Boy, the coworkers are going to split their sides when you come in on National Opposite Day. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, yeah. here they recommend have, have dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner. Oh, come on. Oh, this is Just madness. Nuts, Who wants to wake up in the morning and make a prime rib? Just out of control what's happening on, on National Opposite Day. Insanity. Play with opposite sounds, they say. What? Whisper to someone and then shout really loud. Okay, you want to get punched in the face? Cry. Then do that. And then laugh. See, these are all opposites, Eddie. I don't think you're getting the point. You're right. All right, here's what I, I'm going to uh -huh. do to celebrate National Opposite Day. Okay. Instead of celebrating it yeah. the way you would a holiday, right. I'm going to tell the creators of National Opposite Day to suck my cock. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. See what I did there? I see what you did there. I did the opposite of what you usually do when you right. celebrate a holiday. Time for this nonsense. Hey, it's National Irish Coffee Day. Hmm? Yeah, now yeah. we're talking. I feel sad for you. You'll never have an Irish coffee. I don't. Oh, I don't man. feel sad at all. Irish Coffee Day kicks off on January 25th each year, and they suggest you get yourself a nice strong mug of coffee, some Irish whiskey, some sugar, and then you top it with a layer of cream. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. On this cold, wet day back in 1942, some weary travelers went to the Shannon Airport in Southwest Ireland and found their way to a restaurant mm -hmm. and Chef Joe Sheridan. And to warm his guests, he served them some hot coffee spiked with Irish whiskey and then topped with whipped cream. And the passengers asked, is this cream Brazilian? And he said, no, it's Irish coffee. Oh. And a legend was born. Oh. And there was a travel reporter at the Shannon Airport who tasted this, and he brought it back to the Buena Vista Cafe in San Francisco. And they started making it there, and soon it spread across the country, and now uh, Irish coffee's everywhere. Wow. So good. Quite a story. It is a good story, and it's a better <laughs> drink. And what better time than in the dead of winter right? to enjoy an Irish coffee? <laughs> I was going to have a dry week, but now right. I'm talking about it, I'm thinking well, I got to make... you did have a dry yesterday. What's that? You were drinking yesterday. <laughs> I know. Well, how are you doing a dry week? Seven days make a week. <laughs> Oh, so you're not you're starting your week on a Tuesday. I don't have to live by your calendar. Okay, Tuesday to Tuesday. I just put seven drive. days together. That would be an impressive achievement right. in and of I, itself. Okay, I didn't know that's the way you looked at but weeks. But now that's going out the window because now I'm talking about Irish coffees. <laughs> that sounds really good for after the, the broadcast here. Okay, well, so go I, for it. I might have to make myself one. Then start your weekless, your week, your alcohol week <laughs> next week. Maybe they don't have to be in a row. Just... Seven sober days in a year in, equals a week. That's right. That's sad. All right, you know what we do at this point now? We talk about a food, and we run it past Eddie Pence. See if it's something he'd be willing to eat, or perhaps stick up his ass. Then pull out. Mm. Today is no different. That's my young Frankenstein impression. Mm. A blind man poured some soup in your lap. Mm. Um... What are we doing? Oh, yeah, we talk about the food, and then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If the reels go round and round and they match, jackpot. that means Eddie's eating it up. However, if they're mismatched, uh, I wouldn't bet on it. And knowing what today's food is, I would not bet on uh, a good result uh -oh. from the slot machine. But we have to talk about it because this is a very special day to all our Scottish listeners out oh. there, all our members of the Scottish Garmy I want to wish them a very happy Burns Day. Robert Burns Day is January 25th, and the celebration is known as Burns Night or Burns Supper, mm -hmm. and they celebrate the life of legendary Scottish poet Robert Burns. He was born on this day in 1759, died at the age of 37, oh, way too young. Awful. But he's responsible for some of the best literature and poetry to come out of Scotland, including... The poem "Old Lang Syne," which eventually was put to music, oh, of course, song. Yeah, that became yeah, yeah. the song Happy that many, many people celebrate the New Year by singing that song. What's some of your other favorite uh, Burns mm. poems, Eddie? If you had to pick a favorite, what would you choose? Oh gosh, uh, "Old Long Poo," 
old long cock. No, he didn't do a whole series of old long old things. long this. Nope. A red red rose is a popular one. Mm. Uh, to a louse, that's another one. A louse. Yes. Okay. Uh, is there for honest poverty? But perhaps his second most famous piece of poetry is to a mouse on turning her up in her nest with the plow. That's too long of a title. It's not it's at all. way too long of a title. You're, you're into the poem by the time you're finished with the title. It's usually shortened to to a mouse. Okay. See. And uh, Burns wrote it after feeling bad when he was plowing a field and he upset a mouse's nest and, and ruined it. And it was wintertime and he knew that mouse needed to stay warm in that nest and he felt bad about it. I felt bad when I hit a rabbit one time, but Ooh, I, didn't, I, didn't write a, I didn't write a poem about well, it. Well, you're not an artistic soul. That's I why. I driving. Well, I know I circled back around to make sure it was dead. Well, I didn't want to leave it hurting. Yeah. So you just kill it. Why don't you take it to the rabbit hospital? No, I'm not gonna. That's, I'm not gonna put that thing in my car. Uh, Robert Burns wrote these words that we still use today. It's a, a variation of what we use today. But mm. the best laid schemes, oh mice and men, af gang after glee, after gang, gang after glee, often go awry. That well, that's how we we Americanized. They've translated it. But the original quote was the best glee. laid schemes, oh mice and men, gang after glee. Yes. yes. So, but I like our version better. But on this day, people celebrating Burns Night and Burns Supper, they celebrate with his poem Address to a Haggis, Eddie Pence. Oh, the Haggis. Haggis is the traditional national dish of Scotland, and it is what is served traditionally on Burns Night when they celebrate yeah. the great poet together. And it goes like this. Fair fire, your honest, sonsy face. Great chieftain o oh, the pudding race, aboon them I ye tuck your place. Pank, tripe, or thame, weel are ye wordy o oh, a grace as langs my arm. I don't know what any of that meant. Well, they translated that Okay, too. good, thank you. It goes to good luck to you and your honest plump face. Great <laughs> chief, Jesus. Great chieftain of the sausage race. Above them all you take your place, stomach, tripe, or intestines. Well, are you worthy of a grace as long as my arm? Huh. That's how the poem Still goes. Still don't know what that means. Haggis is a dish that contains uh, minced sheep's heart, liver, and lungs. And then it is mixed with oatmeal and suet and seasoning, and then encased in the sheep's stomach, where it is then boiled until it is uh, cooked, fully cooked, and then popped out and sliced into delicious slices of haggis for all to enjoy. Is Eddie Pence going to dig into a nice haggis to celebrate Burns Supper on Burns Night on Robert Burns Day? Only one way for us to find out. Let's pull that handle. Ach, ach, ach. No. Come on. We had the fake haggis at yeah. one of the live shows. I know, because you can't get long in the United States. Because there's blows. a bunch of shit in there you're not supposed to eat. No, it's because the, the FDA is looking out for the you. The FDA is all stuck up. I don't want you eating fucking pig anus and <laughs> sheep. That's not that's not the case because you can get pig anus and scrapple. It. You can get that here in the United States. Look, they got a problem with lung for some ah, reason. Sheep lung, heart, lung and heart. All of a sudden, because yeah, those aren't those are organs, not yes. food. So is liver? Liver's not a food. It's absolutely <laughs> it's not a food. food. Many people eat liver because they're. Fooled. So why can't I eat heart and lungs? What's wrong gross, with that? Gross, man. It's not gross. Why, why don't we start getting so particular about what parts of a body we'll eat and the other parts we won't? The, the, People eat brains, they no. eat muscle, uh -uh. they eat all kinds of things. You mean meat. Just eat the meat. Haggis is delicious. No, it's not. I had it when I was in Scotland, and it is delicious. I had the fake haggis, and I didn't like it. I had a haggis, haggis burger. <sighs> they just bring you a big slice, a big slab of haggis <sighs> on a, uh, a hamburger bun. Right. Oh, my God. What'd you put on it to make it taste okay? It, it all tastes good. A lot of ketchup, mustard, no, it, mayo. It, the seasonings and the flavor are in the haggis. Mm. No, thank you. Well, as I said. Don't want real haggis. No surprise there. <sighs> Eddie Pence, not eating haggis nope. on Burns night. Sorry, Burns. Ah, the best laid schemes on mice and men gang off the glay. Gang off the glay. That's it for today's holiday for holiday. Now it's time to take a look at the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Oh, poor Peloton. 
Oh, I know. So <laughs> they got to feel picked on at this point. It's they're going away, right? They have to eventually go bankrupt. If you don't know the story, you probably remember recently on the uh, reboot of Sex in the City, mm -hmm. the character of Mr. Big, yeah. who was married to Carrie Bradshaw, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, mm -hmm. was on his Peloton bike, took mm -hmm. a massive heart attack and kicked the bucket. And then the actor turned out to be a sexual predator and just there was a lot of bad press surrounding Peloton at that time. Uh -huh. So they weather that storm and they're yeah. thinking, all right, let's get back on the bike, no right. pun intended. Let's get back into, uh, into business. And then over the weekend, Billions debuted on Showtime. Yeah. And in that episode, the first episode of that show, Another major character had a heart attack while riding on a Peloton bike. It's almost lazy riding at this point. I suppose, but I, they didn't share stories <laughs> with each other, so I'm sure they were developed separately. Yeah. And Peloton's already hurting, like, the stock-wise, because of the pandemic, sort of, like, people going back into gyms and stuff. Yes. People stopped buying Peloton. Right, because now they're either going outside again right. or they're going to a gym, you're right, or going back to spin class yeah. or something. So they're already hurting financially. Yes. And now they got that. So they had to release a statement. We get TV shows want to include Peloton <laughs> to get people talking, but to be clear, we did not agree for our brand or IP to be used on billions or provide any equipment to them. So they're trying to distance themselves. Of course they are. As the show itself points out, cardiovascular exercise helps keep people, helps people lead long, happy lives. So. And it's a silent killer. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy one now. No, it's a death trap. It's killing all kinds of fictional characters. Fucking death trap, man. I don't, don't want to be a dead fictional character. <laughs> Speaking of fictional characters, Peter Dinklage was on the Mark Maron podcast. Mm -hmm. And he brings up a pretty good point, I think. What? He's talking about this new live-action Snow White and the Seven Dwarves film that Disney's making. Yeah. And he talked about how they were going out of their way to be inclusive and to please a certain minority in the audience by casting a Latina actress as Snow White. Hmm. His point being, you're still insulting a lot of other people by those three little characters that are also included in that movie, <laughs> and you didn't do a goddamn thing to protect those people's feelings. <laughs> They're picking and choosing their... Uh... He calls it fucking backwards. The movie, literally no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White. You're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Take a step back and look at what you're doing there. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I guess if you're a little person, that is kind of still insulting. I mean, I never thought of it. You always just think of that. I don't think anyone did. Yeah. Except for Peter Dinklage, who happens to be a little person. And I think he he's saying... Especially Peter Dinklage, who has fought so long and so hard to play roles that aren't necessarily that are not, yeah. reflective of his size. Right. He must feel it's a huge step backwards yeah. to take a film that's 85 years old and portrayed people like him in a specific light. Right. And he had to deal with the jokes that came from that. Yeah. Hi-ho. And now yeah. he's got to uh, see it happen. Well, they're so ready to change the color of the main character, but then they're leaving that. That's his bear without. You're saying you're being. He says in this quote, "You're progressive in one way, right? And you're still making that fucking backwards story about seven dwarves living in a cane to, a cave together. What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause <laughs> from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough." He said about uh, yeah. little people being treated as less than equals. Yeah. Got a pretty good point. He really does. Yeah. But like you said, it's it's a silent minority, I think, so no one really You don't like you don't think about it. And then you're like, oh wait, they have a point. Yeah. So much so. Yep. Milo Ventamigli is in the news. He, of course, is wrapping up This Is Us over there on NBC. I like him. He's a good actor. Did you ever watch that show Heroes? I did. Well, I watched the first season. Yeah, he was in that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He was real good. He is uh, looking to stay in business with NBC. They're developing an original drama. And I love this idea because it's not based on anything. And apparently there's a lot of good roles for women in this. And it's a, it's a clever idea. It's called Hometown Saints. And it revolves around a retired hockey player who's struggling to figure out what to do with his life now that his career is over. And he ends back in his hockey-crazed hometown in Minnesota where he reluctantly has to take a job coaching a girls' high school hockey team. Mm. I like that idea. Yeah. It's, it's empowering for women. It deals with a guy at the end of a career starting a new one. I think there's a lot to be offered. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's called Hometown Saints, and it looks like they're going to be developing it for NBC for the coming season. No word on whether he'll play the character or not. He's producing it. But yeah. I'm just saying, I'm available. They need somebody. Okay, I think they I got to go learn how to skate, but other than that, I'll be right with you. <laughs> and don't you think if you're the host of a major television show, you're... It's kind of your responsibility to have some idea of what's going on in popular culture. I would imagine, yes. Pat Sajak ran into oh, no. some uh, trouble. I don't, know. I don't know if you saw this story no, or I not. didn't, but I know Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak <laughs> was hosting Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And they were putting together one of their puzzles. Uh, Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was one of the contestants, and she was solving the puzzle. And they do this sometimes. I forget what it's called. There's a phrase for it on the show where they take two things, two separate things, and combine them together into one phrase, and you have mm. to kind of figure it out. No, I don't know what that is. The The answer to the puzzle was Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. So they took okay. Eggs Benedict, Eggs then Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch and it. they combined the two. Okay. And there's a, there's a phrase, phrase they use on the show for that kind of puzzle that you're trying to solve. So Tatiana Ali figures it out. She solves the puzzle. And then the conversation that followed is, is kind of jarring. Eggs, Benedict, Cumberbatch. Wow, that's it. You got it. <laughs> uh, we, we know Eggs, Benedict. Explain, explain Benedict Cumberbatch for those who... Benedict Cumberbatch is... Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is an, act, an actor. Oh, okay, good. Right? I'm, yes. See, Benedict, Benedict I put the onus yes, on yes, her yes. because I didn't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I pretended like I was just saying, so tell us. Tell us. I, of course, know it, but you tell us. And that was a little host trick. If you want to know. <laughs> anyway, uh, you had no money, but uh, there's a $5,000 bonus there, so you got money now. 5000 plus the toss-up earlier. You're up to $6,000. And my apologies, Mr. Cumberbatch. <laughs> But I spend a lot of time in my basement. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's very cute and all, but it's Benedict Cumberbatch. How do you not know who Benedict Cumberbatch That's is? my point. That's crazy. Even accidentally. Yeah. Just walking around. I, he's Doctor Strange. He's Sherlock Holmes. He's He was one of the stars of one of the biggest money-making movies, several of the biggest money-making movies in history. That's, I mean... Just he, by osmosis, you would have to know who Benedict Cumberbatch is. You would think... That's a regular person. If your job is to host a game show that deals with enormous amount of pop culture, right? Isn't the onus on you to, to have some idea what's going on? I would imagine it's not like a some obscure actor. So uh, even the game show itself had to tweet our apologies, Benedict Cumberbatch, with the laughing crying emoji because it's so cute that <laughs> Pat Sajak's a fucking moron. That's crazy. Time to step down. I might be. If you're that disconnected from the world, you might have to step down. And again, if I don't get that hockey show, I'm just saying I'm available. I'm <laughs> so take a look today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on January 25th. Alicia Keys is 42 years old today. This girl is on fire. This girl is on fire. Actor Lee Taylor Young from Soylent Green. Ah, Soylent <laughs> Green is people 77 years old today dynamanoff from greece and empty nest is 66 guitarist matt oddmark of jars of clay is 48 but if i can swim after 40 days in my mind is scratched by the crashing waves the fear so high that i can't Anna Ortiz from Ugly Betty is 51. Christine Lakin from Step by Step is 43. And drummer Joe Soroyas of Mighty Mighty Bostone celebrates his 50th. And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, 
like that one. Can you imagine if they put that chip in my head? Yeah. And I could run my soundboard. Dude, you just think of the sound. By thinking of the drops <laughs> instead of having to find the button and push it, which Dude, I often fuck this up. This show would fly by. Can you imagine? We need to do this. I got to get a chip. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Dickie LaRue is going to get Dickie into LaRue. the chip business. Brain chips. <laughs> Dickie LaRue's brain chips. <laughs> Good for dipping and for thinking. All right, let's get back to the uh, matter at hand. Um, this TV show was on ABC from 1995 through 2004. Very popular sitcom, almost 10 years on the air, right? So nine seasons. Okay. And the show, besides being very funny, was batshit crazy when it came to theme songs. Season one, theme song. Right. Season two, different theme song. Season three, Different theme song like not again. Different iterations of new, completely, completely different. different theme song. Yes, and then in seasons eight and nine, they would get other artists to do variations of any one of those first three sitcoms and put them in the mix. Wow, it, there was a lot of work they going just didn't in. Care they, or cared too much, <laughs> one or the other. Anyway, Rob wanted to hear today's TV show paid tribute to. Hey, Ralph. Yo, Eddie. This is Rob from the OC. I have a request for a TV tune Tuesday. I know for certain that you have not covered this show. And that is the Drew Carey show. And I do remember that that show had three separate openings throughout life. Would you please cover the Drew Carey show, uh, do a deep dive, and uh, you know, take us to class on TV tunes Tuesday. Love you. Mean it. Ah. The Drew Carey Show. Yeah, I remember Cleveland Rocks is the. I thought that was that was the theme song. Oh my god, that was season three. Oh, wow, that's the only one I remember. Yeah, three other, uh, two other themes were also used for the show. And as I mentioned, in seasons eight and nine, they just started throwing in different versions of those songs. Huh. It was a little confusing. A little bit. The show itself was kind of confusing. They changed sort of uh, towards the middle end of the run. They changed girlfriends for him and jobs and formats. It, yeah, but it was a very creative show. I mean, they were kind of known for doing crazy outlandish yeah. things. Craig Ferguson was great on that show. Genius. Yeah. I mean, they all were. Yeah. I loved Ryan Stiles. Yeah. I thought Diedrich Bader is is a super talent. Yeah. Drew was also very funny. Krista Miller, great cast of people. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Kathy uh, Kinney who played uh, Mimi, Mimi, Mimi on Mimi, that yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Really well done. But they would do fun, creative things like they would purposefully they would do a show of fuck ups. And then encourage the viewers to watch and try to catch yeah, that's the right. screw ups, and then you could win that. a prize or something right. if you caught them all. They had fun with the with the medium. They did the first um, live streaming internet episode of a yeah. show in the in the early two thousand. So creative bunch over there, but they made it hard to follow their theme songs for sure. Here's the first one. This song was called "Moon Over Parma," and it actually is a song that was popular in the Cleveland area, which is where Drew Carey was from. It was debuted on a local television show there, and a songwriter came out and performed it, and it, it gathered quite a following in the area, and that's why um, I think Drew Carey loved this song in the 80s and used it for his very first theme song. He sings it himself in season one. Moon over Parma, bring my love to me tonight. Guide her to Cleveland underneath your silvery light. We're going bowling, so don't lose her in soul. And moon over Parma. Parma is a suburb of Cleveland. Okay. And that's what that refers to. Gotcha. That was season one. Okay. Then in season two, they kicked off the, the second season with a three-minute-long production dance number. Right. That became shortened down to what the uh, ultimately was the theme song on the show, based on this popular tune from the 1960s done by a group called The Vogues called Five O'Clock World. <laughs> Yeah. 
And that dance went on for the full three yeah. minutes of that song. I remember song. that one. I remember that one. Yeah, They're all dancing in the office, yes. and it's really brilliantly yeah, done, yeah. very entertaining. But that became the theme song for season two. Okay, I remember that one. And then in the third season, as you mentioned, the tribute to Cleveland, a song by Ian Hunter originally, this version performed by the presidents of the United States of America, another big production number. If you ever see it in its full length, they go all over Cleveland shooting on location. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff they do in the ballpark there yep. where the Cleveland Indians play. Here it is, Cleveland Rocks. All this energy calling me Back where it comes from It's such a crew That is the best-known theme, probably, yeah. from Drew Carey. That was season three through season seven okay. of that show. And then, as I mentioned, in season eight, they started rotating through nine different opening sequences, <laughs> each of which contained a new version of one of the show's previous three themes. So sometimes you get Cleveland Rock, right. sometimes you get Moon Over Parma, sometimes you get Five O'Clock World. They had the Bowling for Soup version of um, Five O'Clock World. Reba McIntyre did a country version of that theme as well. And Drew Carey even reached out to rapper uh, Snow to do a reggae version oh. of Moon Over Parma. Moon Over Parma, bring your love to me tonight. to East Lake underneath your silver light. We're going bowling. Snow, of course, the man responsible for Informer, too, yes, if you remember that yes, song. Yes, I do. So I have to think, with those nine versions plus the three originals, mm -hmm. that gives us 12. Wow. I don't think any other show ever had more than 12 variations on its theme I song. I mean, it's more songs than seasons. <laughs> That's true. It That's is crazy. Indeed, which earns it a place of honor on TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's like that one. Yeah, he likes that. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, kids. If you are a four-star general, once again, a reminder, tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, tune in and watch us do the show live. Everyone else will talk to you tomorrow, where hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, I hope so. Steve Ashton will be joining us again with his one good arm. Oh, yeah. So tune in, see if he makes it. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm betting on I him. I hope so. Uh, he may have a couple cocktails in him. Well, sometimes that makes him? things even more interesting. <laughs> All right, kids, thank you so much. Please come back tomorrow in order to do so. You got to take care of yourself, okay? So do what you have to. Stay good in the hood. When you're in doubt. Stay sweet at six feet. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. Thank you, Dickie. The Ralph Report, brought to you by listeners like you and Dickie LaRue's Nut Loaf. Slice off a warm slab. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>